بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأمية والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد أبنى سيستر بي We use the word or the term net worth to define somebody's wealth. So, so and so's net worth is so much. So, what is the way of defining what is net worth? Means what? Assets, assets right? Assets. assets. So, what are this person's assets? Now, let me give you an example. You don't see that too much here in this country, but you see it in the Middle East. The reason you don't see it here is because America gives you citizenship. But if you go to the Middle East, and there are, at least for us, Desis, <laughs> in some countries there are more uh, expats than local people. In, uh, in Qatar, for example, there are more Egyptians than Qataris, literally by numbers. Now, what you see there is, you see people in very well-paying jobs, a lot of money. But if you see where they live, they live in a small apartment. You don't see them living in a, in a big villa and you know, lots of servants and big garden and swimming pool and few cars. No. You see them living in a small apartment. For most of them, if the children have grown up, then the family itself is not there. They're living alone. And if you ask them, why are you doing this? You're making all this money. Why do you live like this? You are living in a small place and you know you are maybe cooking for yourself. You have no servant, nothing. And in this place you can get all that. He said, no, 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 I'm saving money. I'm sending money back to my home country, which is India, Pakistan, whatever. And I'm building my house there. I'm building my house in my home country. It's very interesting, those of you, I mean, you have not been to India. If you go to India, especially if you go to Kerala, to the south. Kerala is a very green place and, and very rural and very agricultural. So you have lots of rice fields and so on. You drive through Kerala, in the middle of, literally middle of nowhere, in this middle of these rice fields, you find this huge house, huge palatial house. And they, li- they love bright color so it's simply painted bright orange or something you know <laughs> completely sticks out like a sore thumb and interestingly and in a sort of non nice way traditional kerala architecture is beautiful they do they build a house with a central open courtyard and there's a house there is a uh, you know a, a receptacle for water so when it drains you get fresh rain water in that and there's a veranda all around and there are rooms all around beautiful Fantastic ventilation, everything else. But these people, who, with these houses you see there, they're not on that on, on that architecture at all. They're just RCC, reinforced cement concrete blocks. Huge houses. Who do they belong to? People working in the Gulf. They all work in the Gulf. They spend money back home. They build it here. Now, Why? Dumb question, right? Very simple. Because Why? Because they know they will never be allowed to stay in the Gulf long term. People in America don't do that. Because here you get citizenship. So you, you stay here, you build stuff here. You want to get your people from the home country to come and live here. But in the Gulf, in the Middle East, you know you can't do that. So, send money back home. 
So basically transferring funds back to Pakistan or back to India or back to Bangladesh or wherever. Because that is my real home. The reason I'm saying that is because that is exactly our situation. Our situation is that this is not our real home. What is our real home? The Akhirah with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's our real home. And what we can do from here is one of two things. We can transfer assets or we can transfer liability. Both are possible. What, what, is, what are the assets? Assets is the Asabisallam. He said, whatever you eat, what you wear, and what you spend in the bath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything else is liability. You will be questioned about that. If it is good, alhamdulillah, if it is not good, then potential problem. So if you are earning in a way which is wrong, liability. You may be earning a lot of money, but liability. It's not the amount, right? You can be earning millions, billions. We have it. Subhanallah, I mean, you don't have to be somewhere else. We have, you know, may Allah protect us from ourselves. The countries we come from are some of the most corrupt countries in the world. People are earning billions, but every every rupee of that, every cent of that is haram. How are you going to answer to Allah? And many of them have got big names and big titles and, and you know, I don't want to go into the details. But the point is that liability. So what you are doing is creating liability, not assets. But people who created assets, I give you the standard I'm not asking you to go there. I know I can't go there. So I can't ask you to go there. But the standard. Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi. There were some classic people. Huh? Hassan Basri, Abdullah bin Mubarak, Hatim Al-Assam, Rahmatullahi Some names from the Tabi'in I'm giving you. Sahaba wa Sahaba. Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi is standing in Salah. He wakes up for Tahajjud. He stands on, the, on, the, on his musalla. And he says, Ya Allah, the whole world is sleeping, except two. Whole world is sleeping, except two. You on your rush, and me here. Huh? Now don't take that too literally. You might say, oh, you know, in Australia, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. No, don't worry about that. This is a ta'alluq. Bainda al-abdu, bainda al so he's praying. And then he hears a sound as if somebody has entered the house. He continues to pray. And the sound as if somebody is walking around his house and all that. And when he finish, when he makes a salam after two rakat, there is a man standing there. And the man says to him, What kind of man are you? So Hassan Basri says, Who are you? He says, I'm a thief. I came here to steal something. But you have nothing. He says, how do you live like this? There is nothing worth stealing in your house. So I got nothing. So he said, I, I said, I must tell you this. Huh? <laughs> he didn't simply go away. He said, I must tell you. What kind of man are you? You have nothing in your house. I'm, I'm standing here. Hassan Basri said, no, I have something. I'll give you. He said, what? He said, go make wudu and come. I suppose a thief thought, you know, <laughs> he's going to give me something. 
even when Buzwan comes, Hazrat Masjid says, "Now stand here next to me." So Allahu Akbar. That thief also is a Muslim. Hasan Basri Rahmatullah. Imagine. These are people. Hasan Basri Rahmatullah was a student of Ali bin Abi Talib. He is one of the Tabi'in. He is called Sayyidu Tabi'in. He, he saw Rasulullah when he was a baby. He was in the house of one of the Umahatul Mu'mineen as a very small, literally a newborn baby, and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came there, he saw him. So, connections. So now this man is reciting Quran. Imagine. I'm not talking here about whether he is reciting, is in, reciting that in uh, Rewayat Warsh or, or Rewayat Hafs. I'm talking about the recitation of the Quran in the voice of somebody who lives by the Quran every instant of his life. Right? Tilawatul Quran is not tune. It's not, uh, it's not nasheed. Nasheed is different. Song is different. We don't recite Quran in uh, Rag Asavari or uh, Rag Darbari. Either way, hey, Rag Darbari, Asavari, Samajna No. The actual recitation of the Quran is what is happening in the heart of the reciter, heart of the man. That is the recitation. It's not the the tajweed, of course, we are not, I'm not talking, I'm saying the tune is the halat of the qari, which is why when you hear some of the may Allah bless them, some of the Quran, they don't recite it in the same way every time. Because the way it changes is what is happening to him. In his heart at that time, the way he is, his heart is interacting with the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now imagine the state of this thing. Hassan Basri is reciting Quran, this man is standing next to him. He finished two rakat of salah, the man said, I make tawbah. He said, I make istighfar, please make dua for me that Allah should forgive me. He said, truly you gave me something. I came here to steal, you gave it to me. He said, I'm changing my life from now. Transferring of assets. So what do we do with the assets? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us raw material. What is raw material? It's our time, it's our energy, it's our education, it's our talent, so on, so on, so on. How do we use that? Because we know one thing. Ma'indakum yanfadu wa ma'indallahi baq. Whatever is with you will, re- will remain here, will perish, will finish. What is with Allah will remain. So what is it we are creating and what is it that we send ahead of us to wait for us? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to understand this so that we create and build assets. So when we go there, inshallah, we have those assets to enjoy.